This is HPR episode 2668 entitled Explaining the Controls on My Amateur HF Radio Part 3 and is part of the series HAM Radio QSK. It is hosted by Mr. X and is about 18 minutes long and carries an explicit flag. The summary is In this episode I cover the main slash sub-displays meter memory and band key of the TS-940. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Welcome, Hacker Public Radio audience. My name is Mr X and welcome to this podcast. Uh, I'd like to start by thanking the people at HPR for making this service available to us all. HPR is a community-led podcast created for the community, by the community. That means you can contribute to Just pick up a microphone, hit the record button and give it a go. You can use your mobile phone, an MP3 player, dedicated audio recording device, a computer if you've got one, a tablet, a phone, did I mention phone? Don't know. Anyway, she must have something interesting to say. So this episode is part three on my, on explaining the controls on my amateur HF uh, TS940S radio. And um, as I said previously, I was I decided to split the recording up because it was uh, getting too long, convoluted, and um, there's actually, I think at the beginning I say that there's there's three sections to the radio, but there's really four. First section is um, uh, is to do with the uh, transmitter. The next section is to do with tuning and modes and such like. The third section. Uh, is actually to do with um, um, uh, modes and memories and uh, controlling the uh, displays and whatnot. I kind of missed that out when I was talking about it in the very first part. And the final section is the receive section. So we're doing the third section today. This is the dealing with memories and uh, VFOs and displays and such like. Um, so um, it's a bit of a hodgepodge. Covers the main sub displays, meters, memory, and band keys of the TS940S. That just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? So uh, sit back and enjoy. Um, <coughs> I'll briefly cover the uh, the display. Um, well, the main display area because it's a, a sub display. Uh, so the main display. Um, as I said before, 
I, I'm sure it's not LED. It's 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 some other kind of. I wish I could uh, explain this. It's 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 um. But anyway, uh, it, it's um. It's currently telling me I'm on VFOB. Um, there's a V3. Um, next to the uh, a bit along from the VFOB uh, symbol, a VFOB legend, I should say. I don't know what the three means. Maybe that's memory three or something like that. And the display is displaying 7.176.97 kHz kilohertz. And then there's uh, two zeros in kilohertz um, next to that. don't know what that's for. Never used that either. Because it's amazing how much of the studio I haven't used. Um, yeah, so I'm on 7.7 7 megahertz 176 kilohertz um, and 97 hertz. Is that right? 970 hertz, I should say. <laughs> um, the, below the frequency to do, there's a scale um, that tries to emulate an old-fashioned, um, as I've explained to you earlier, the old-fashioned radio that used to have a, a needle that, that spun up and down as you turned the tuning knob on the radio. There's a kind of... Um, we graticals that go from zero to a thousand, and uh, it's sitting somewhere between seven hundred and eight hundred, so seven hundred and fifty-ish. Um, so what does that mean? Let's just see. Seven. Oh, I some. It it it's it's giving an indication how many um, tens of kilohertz, seven hundred. 700 hertz. Oh, aye, 700 hertz. That's what it's telling me, yes. So if I go to down here. So 7.1, 7.1 megahertz, 100 hertz. It's basically an idea to give to give you an idea how far up the band you are. Um, so near the, so if we're on, if we start in 7.1 megahertz, then, at a glance, if I if I spin it um, at five hundred, that's halfway up the band. So I'm seven point one five one. I was saying so. At a glance, without having to really look at the 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 flickering uh, display as you're turning the big main dial, you can see how far up the band you are very easily. So you get the best of both worlds. You know, with a, with an analog radio, with an analog. Um, uh, display it's very good, very easy to see where you are on the band, uh, but it's not very accurate. Whereas the digital display with with, with flickering numbers, it's very difficult to monitor what's where you actually are if, if you're moving up the band or down the band. Um, it's a bit like the old analog and digital um, meters. Uh, if you've got an old an old Evo and you're measuring a um, a fluctuating voltage, it's it's very good to see. Because uh, you can see the meter swaying up and down and see what it's actually doing, whereas if it's a, if it's a digital meter just flickering up and down, you, you can't tell what the heck's happening. Um, so it's a bit like that, really. It, it's it's kind of handy. I'll uh, just put that back to dim again. So um, next to the main display, um, there's um, there's a meter, <coughs> and the meter. Um, has 
one, two, three, four, five scales on it. The first uh, scale is to do with signal strength, and it starts at one and goes up to plus 60 dB. So that's just a you can an indication of how strong the signal is that, is that you're receiving. The next scale is the power scale, and that goes from zero to 150. I think the radio can actually do a little bit more than 100 watts, but as I say, I never go past about 70. Um, the next scale is SWR, standing wave ratio. So when the meter is in the SWR position um, and you transmit, it it gives an indication of what your SWR is at, and it goes from uh, 1 to infinity. Um, next one down from that is IC, so that input current, and it goes from 0 to 16 amps. Where that sits, I have no idea. Um, next one down from that is COMP. And that goes from 0, uh, 0, 10, 20, tw and, and hasn't actually, it doesn't actually say what the, what's at the end of the scale. There's no number there, whether that's 30 or what, I don't know, but it's decibels anyway. So it's the amount of compression that you're adding in, and I, you would get that if you put it in the comp position. And uh, ALC, so if you put the meter into the ALC position and start talking, you make sure you don't go... Um, is it into the into the? It's funny because it seems to be auto limiter control. Um, you've got a red section and a white section, and the white section says twenty six, twenty eight, thirty volt. No, the white section says twenty dB, and the uh, red section says ten dB. Yes, but I should really know that, shouldn't I? But I'm a bit sketchy about the ALC. Um, we must have looked at that. So that's that's the main meter section covered. Um, I'm all over the place here. <coughs> I noticed that below the main display, there's there's one, two, three, four, five um, lights. One's on air, so that's that's very old fashioned. On air, transmitting. You know, these days you probably say TX, uh, but for transmit. But on air, there's an on air light. There's AT antenna tuning. There's a tune light, a split light, and a notch light. Um, but well, uh, we'll co we've covered split. That's working split frequency between transmit and receive, um, and. Um, Notch will cover later, uh, tune will cover later, and AT will cover that later, antenna tuner will cover that later. So if we go further along to the right, to the next section of the radio, um, there's buttons to do with uh, controlling the sub-display. Um, it's a kind of green LCD um, type affair. And at the moment it's displaying the clock. I bet it's wrong. Um, but anyway, it says 11.45. Is it 11.45? Not quite sure. I'll have a look and see. It's not far out. It's 11.30. I'm definitely going to have to split this um, into multiple sections. Um, so, um, so, the... the one, two, three, four buttons um, th for adjusting uh, the sub-display here. Um, there's 
and there's this um, these um, buttons actually have two functions to them it's one of the few buttons that have two functions so it's either clock the first button is either clock or mode um, the main function is clock the sub function is mode next one's uh, buttons graph or hour and the next one's scroll or minute and the last one which only has one function is set and it's basically for adjusting the clock that's what that's the, these are basically for um, the graph one is um, I think that's used for um, to do with a, a CW filter which I'll cover later on um, so that's those four buttons the next row down from that um, is it, well there's, there's one, two, three, four um, five, six, seven, eight the group of kind of eight buttons, uh, they they say memory function, and that, that these are basically to, to deal to, to deal with memories, memory set, program set, hold, memory clear, VFO, uh, switch between VFO and memories, memories takes a memory and puts it into the VFO, um, um, memory in, and enter. Uh, so it allows you to jump between, um, allows you to set up memories in, on the radio, and allows you to jump between the, the, the uh, variable frequency wherever you, wherever you happen to be, and jump straight to a, a memory, or put the memory into a VFO so you can move off that frequency if that makes sense. Um, I don't tend to use these keys very much. Uh, below that, band keys, and these have got two functions. These band keys, they can either there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten band keys, and you can either use them for me the second function of those is to be used for memory channels. So you can each button's got a number above it, so one to ten, one to one to nine, and then a zero. So you could jump to any one of these ten memories basically just by pushing the button um, if you're in memory mode. Um, but if you're in VFO mode, um, the main function of these keys written on each key as, as, a, as a number so the first one's 1 1.5 next one's 3.5 then 7 then 10 and 14 18 21 24.5 28 and 29 these are amateur radio bands and so you can jump very quickly to one of these bands by pushing single push to that button so I'll go 3.5 the radio's just jumped it's now actually reading 3.620 I'm guessing that's where I must have been Last time I was on the uh, 80 meter band, the 3.5 megahertz is the 80 meter band. Um, it remembers where you were last on that band. Uh, when you push these buttons, you hear relays clunking and clicking inside because of the this is because of the age of the radio. So if we go back to seven, got a click, and you go click and a beep. <laughs> so that's me on back on the 40 meter or seven megahertz band. Quite handy, although because I tend to just sit on forty meters, it's um, it's I don't use them a great deal. Um, there's also another way to to, ju to quickly jump up and down frequencies. Rather than jumping to a band, um, you can step up. There's a up and down button, and that j jumps the radio up by a megahertz. Um, so 
8 megahertz, 9 megahertz, 10 megahertz, 9, 8, 7. Oh, that's back to 7 again. Uh, I think actually the the um, main control, the main tuning control that I previously covered um, is speed sensitive. So if you turn it slowly, uh, it moves it in, in a very slow, you know, very um, small increments. Because um, it is a digital, although it's, it feels all analogy and smooth, it is actually digital. And so the, if, if you move it slowly, the, the, the steps are very, very smooth and s small. But if you fly it around, you know, quick, then the steps increase, so you're jumping a bigger jump. So I think so you can you can move about the band quite quickly doing it that way as well, of course. Um, so next to the up and down keys, there's an AT.T key, and that stands for antenna tuner. And if your antenna isn't tuned properly, isn't, and as lot as and not, then you can enable this AT dash T key and uh, there's a couple of motors and capacitors and stuff in here and it makes a right old grinding noise as it um, as it tries to tune the antenna and bring the SWR down it's, it's quite it's, it's quite um, it's quite interesting to hear um, I'm not going to do that just now because um, um, I may as I do on occasions cause interference to the television downstairs, so I won't I won't actually do that at this, at this point in time. But um, it's a very handy feature, and uh, I think it may have came as an uh, an option optional extra. And obviously, the person who bought it um, did that, and I actually use that uh, when I'm on 40 meters. Uh, the antenna tuner's uh, active in all the time. If I move too far, say to the top end of the 40 meter band or the bottom end, then I've got to retune the antenna. Um, it doesn't cover the whole, the whole, um, the whole band. Um, so um, that's that antenna tuner. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, I'll leave it at that. I don't think I've got anything else to say. Hope I haven't bored you too much. Uh, if you want to contact me, I can be contacted at Mister X at HPR at googlemail dot com. That's M R X A T HPR, the art symbol, googlemail.com. So until next time, thank you and goodbye. Listen, listen, You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. 
Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license. Thank you.